everyone's story and ability, everyone's story, abilities and limitations are different. And that's okay. Yeah, exactly. And even with identical twins, they're not identically the they're same. They're not. They're they have still, different brains. Still yeah, they have their own mind. They have their own brain. They're their own individual. They have their own ID, their own ID right. system. They their own yeah. computer to process. They're, they have their own programmers. So it, uh-huh. then it goes to how the, how the teacher taught both of them because they can't, a lot of times we tend to think that both kids, all kids supposed to under, you know, because we're all different, that means as a teacher, you're not supposed to just one thing for all. Or if you do it like that, it's like, hey, everybody sit down. This is a lesson. You control your brain. You are this. You you know what I mean? But if you don't do it like that, most, most parents or parenting is do as I say and not as I do. Yes. And that's for all of you. And regardless of how the, the, the child is receiving it, they don't think about it, how the child is receiving it. They just put it out there. It's just projection. Mm-hmm. This is how I grew up. This is how I felt. And this is not happening. Ah, there it is. Deal with it. This right. is, I'm an adult. I know. You don't know yet. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. Okay. One of my favorite ones when my, when, when, you know, what my parents used to throw out was I'm because I'm the parent and I say, so I'm like, well, that just doesn't work for me. <laughs> I've always yeah, been right? questioning. I've always right? been a questioner, you know, and, and you know, yes. and my, for a long time, my mom appreciated that. She always taught me question authority. Well, that came back to bite her in the ass. <laughs> yes. My mom, the same way. My mom, the same way, bro. She was a, my mom was, oh boy, mm, just, she, she's a tough cookie, man. And mm-hmm. I, you know, got that from her. I adopted that programming and I posed those questions right back on her and very stern, oh, yeah. just like she is. And she would, did, oh boy, she could, she looked at me like I was the devil. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, like I had nine <laughs> heads and I was like, and, well, <laughs> right. because uh, why? Because yeah. I said so. No, that's not a why. No, that's <laughs> not cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's not cool. It's not cool at mm-hmm. all. And I, you know, I don't agree with you. She's like, what do you mean? You were born, you black, you get three strikes against you. I said, I don't agree with you. That's not true. How dare you? You don't know. I'm like, why are you yelling? <laughs> I'm not yelling at you. I'm listening to everything right. you're saying. You don't have to yell. I'm right here. Because you're not listening. Yeah. I said, listen to what you're saying. You said, I'm not listening, mom. I'm listening. I'm right here. I hear you. Yeah. Just because I don't agree with you doesn't mean I didn't hear everything that you said. Exactly. Exactly. And it's like so busy yelling, you're not listening to me. But okay. Yep. Where oh we man, we got a parallel parallel universe right there, brother. No doubt. <laughs> no doubt. Let's get these messages. I'm not saying against the trans community, but I will state this: if you're a man and you walk down the street squawking like some sort of dodo bird. People call you insane because you're telling everyone you identify as a dodo bird. If you walk around the street dressed like a woman, you're born a man, and say you identify as a woman. What are they supposed to call you again? Um, right. You might have some mental hangups, or you might not, but no one wants to talk about it. Just like the rest right. of Americans and all their fucking mental issues, they don't want to talk about it. They don't want to seek help, but I'm telling you right now. You identify as some kind of a chicken. You're insane. You identify as a woman when you're a man. You're... Having 
Did I get that right? Is it, is it Dave? And another Dickie. thing? Did I get that right? I hope I did. <laughs> and another thing! That's why I... <laughs> This is why I stick with what I'm used to saying. Because <laughs> there's a 50-50 chance I'll actually remember. <laughs> How are you gentlemen doing? Hope you guys are doing fantastic. Thought I'd chime in and think, Ew! Yeah, I totally agree. Uh, you know, your, your feelings towards something or whatever is just, uh, you know, whatever you feel. Like, I'm not saying there's mistakes in nature, for sure. Uh, you know, if, if you were born trans or gay or whatever, like, I'm sure that's what you are. Like, of course. Um, but it does seem like the, uh, you know, organized religion definitely has uh, post, uh, you know, criticisms over that. You know, look at Leviticus, obviously. So it's like, in a weird way, it's like there's this weird contradiction of like, yeah, God might have made you that way, but you need to, he did that because he, he's testing you. He's, uh, you know, making you uh, feel that way on purpose, so you choose the right way, so to speak, or whatever. Like, I don't know, like, obviously, uh, we've evolved uh, to not think about Leviticus that way anymore. Uh. Yeah. yeah, that's what's even weirder for me, especially if you get into, like, you know, astrology. Uh, two identical twins that were born 30 minutes apart, some astrologists might say, like, oh, yeah, they could totally be different because obviously they have different rising moons and all these different things. But also they're, you know, generally speaking, uh, the same uh, sign. Um, I have a twin sister, and we're you know, both Pisces, but uh, if you look at her what Pisces traits are, she's nothing like a Pisces. But obviously, maybe myself, I'm more leaning towards that. Again, I don't even believe really into astrology shit, but it does seem like a weird contradiction when it comes to belief systems. I mean, that's what God is, right? It, just your adult uh, fucking parent. Uh, why do we do this? Because God said so. Mm. God yeah. said I, like your, I like what he said about Leviticus and whatever. So that's where I draw the differentiation between organized religion and spirituality, right? Mm. Okay. I think on, on a certain level, I think organized religion is a power structure. And, and there's individual humans who are caught up in their humanness that are maybe benefiting off of off of the system or off of the power structure of said system. Um, and it behooves those people to perpetuate certain things. So to maintain that power structure. Um, but I think spirituality kind of rises above that because it, there is no you know, spirituality is a completely individual thing. You don't have to belong to any denomination, any church or whatever to be a very, very spiritual person. Um, and there are no rules to it. Um, so I think that, what's the, what, uh, the only, the only, what's it, uh, like you said, like, what's, what's, I think I was looking at uh, Luciferism, Lucer, Luciferism, that talks about like expanding, talks about the intellect. 
And I thought, I was like, wow, okay, I'm like, I'm, I'm feeling that. But you know, all real, again, again, all religions lead to one source, and it's it's up for the people to. They gotta. I feel like everything is orchestrated and designed by the Lord. Even the pastors, the churches, the churches are there to give the word, and and the the individuals are there to give their interpretation. However, it is the responsibility of each individual with the mind to find their connection, their personal connection. That's why yeah. every religion talks about prayer. Every religion talks about that. If you look at all these religions, they all have a particular, they all have the same algorithm when it comes to meditation and uh, repeating the, the, the promises or, you know what I mean? Going back and going and, and in your mind, uh, uh, programming your mind to steadfast, uh, to stay uh, in praise and thanks while you're going through hard times. And it's, again, it's programming the mind to perse- persevere, just like our um, yes. our United States government, how they train the troops. They train our troops to overcome adversity. It's a mental thing. They train them to, to, to fight and overcome things in their mind. And the thing is, is that these these troops don't take what the the good Lord has taught them through this training process. This is the Lord in the in our government and our and our military forces is training you to become the God you to take control of your mind to become the master of you. It doesn't just yeah. because you're not emotional doesn't mean you don't care about people and don't let nobody tell you you don't care. You know what you know what you know and stand on your square. As a sound, righteous man or woman, confident, because you know what the Lord said. You know what the Lord said. You know that the word, the, the, the law of the land does not come back void. If you if you put a plan in place, and you put the action towards it and continue to put the action towards it, it will manifest. Every man and woman possesses that. And our, that's what I'm saying. Our United States government is pushes, is basically... Uh, trains basically makes superhumans look at david goggins they call him they don't they think he's superman but he under he learned to he learned how to train his mind right well that reminds me of like navy seal training the videos i've seen about that that's the epitome of that how to take your natural uh amygdala response and override that Yes. Train you to see, that. see, our government is teaching us how really how to be godlike. For that's mm-hmm. how I look at it. That's why I changed mm-hmm. my whole. You know, if you, well, I don't know, you don't know, but I mean, I went from a kid raised in the hood, hating white people, and you know, have this hatred and all this shit. To God bless America. I love rock and roll. I love you, Dave. I will, I will die for you, Dave. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So the mind yes, is rehabilitated. I am proof, living proof. You can't tell me, man, I, I'm, I'm living proof. That's why I talk with conviction or that people would say passion. I can control my, my I can control my emotions now. I'm, I'm getting better at it. So I'm the master. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I, I'm, I'm getting yeah. there. So, you know, um, yeah. but that's it, man. That, ooh, the, our government teaches the, the the armed forces teaches us how to be superhumans. Yeah, like you think you're going to freeze to death? Well, no. Science has shown us no, you're not. You're going to pass out. You're going to go into hypothermia, and then we'll pick you up and put you in a tent, and you're going to be just fine. 
You know, yes. you think you're going to drown. You yes. think you're going to drown to death. You're going to take one big breath full of water, and then guess what? You're going to rise to the top. We'll pull you out of the pool. We'll pump your lungs, and you're going to be fine. Yes, our government, our United States government, our troops—they have been taught how to overcome their fears, become superhumans, to become godlike, man. Yes. If you want to see a damn someone close to God as possible, look at David Goggins. Yep. Read David Goggins' book. David Goggins is God, bro. No, <laughs> we all are. I'm just saying. Yo, he exercises. He is a righteous man to me, man. He is so righteous, bro. So righteous. Yeah, a good example. A good example. Now, shit, Elon Musk. Righteous. He's ex he, man, he's stretching that brain, doing all kinds of things, man. Righteous. Righteous. Yeah. Doing more than most of us will achieve in a lifetime in five different industries as simultaneously. Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Righteous. Righteous. Like these guys are exercising intelligence, the ultimate intelligence. It's not their fault for world hunger. It's not their fault to give money for world hunger. It's not. It's the individual to step out of their mind, their their mental hunger, the mental cell, jail cells. They have what they need to make it. God is looking down going, get up. I've given you what you need. You are not helpless. You are not oppressed. You are not defenseless. You are not, uh, 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 ain't nobody taking nothing from you. You're taking it from yourself. Yeah. The only person keeping us down is ourselves. Yes. The only person from keeping me from achieving my dreams is me. That's it. And the sooner you understand that and accept it, that's just, that's when you, you start accepting your power. That's what I'm trying to get. You know, when I talk about this is I have, uh, the y'all have angels to understand is accepting that not it's not fault it's realizing power mm -hmm. it's accepting power not accepting fault it's power it's energy yeah. you accept yes you accept it you, it's accountability yes that's my energy if you give it away you'll never know where the hell you're gonna get it from that's right be looking for external sources always yes Wow, Dave, I never thought about it until this now, like uh, when you said about the individual when it comes to religion, but like, yeah, that's so weird because uh, most progressives or liberals would say that they're like all part of like the community, they're all part of like, you know, the group, And but when it comes to religion or their own belief structure or like what makes them them, it's all very unique, it's all very, uh, you know, individualistic, so it's like, okay, I, I find it very fascinating that you can think of, like, uh, me being me as individual, like, when it comes to, like, what I believe in. But uh, when it comes to uh, macro things, it's like, uh, I'm not into the individual. I want to be part of the group. But then, like, you know, conservatives or Republicans are the exact opposite. It's like, I'm very much into the community when it comes to my religious and, like, you know, philosophical beliefs. But when it comes to the government or the macro uh, society, I'm all for the individual. <laughs> Weird. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, 
it's really well, the same thing at play, though, isn't it? Right? We all feel comfortable being part of a group because, you know, and part of that's training, right? Like, that's the only reason we're a, su- a successful species is because we work together really well. Or we, or we also feel like we want to be a part of a group because of fear. We don't right. want to single right. we want You don't want to single out. We don't want to be singled out. We don't want to stand different than ever. The masses, again, we are creatures of habit. If everybody else is doing it, most usually that's when everybody else accepts the terms. Oh, wow, everybody else is doing this. I guess I'm supposed to do it. So you accept exactly. that program. You accept it. I saw this uh, I saw this psychological experiment that proved that. And it was um they had somebody purposely give a wrong answer. Like what yep. what color do you see? And then everybody adopted their answer to fall in line. Like if if three out of uh, five people said, you know, it's purple, it's not blue, then the other two changed their response mm-hmm. to align with the group. Yes, to yeah. align with the group. They didn't want to stand out. Now, what you end up finding out is those individuals that changed, they probably subconsciously thought something else, but they ain't going to, mm-hmm. probably, I don't know if that investigation went any further to investigate why they changed their mind. But then, because then what you'll end up finding out is, those two that changed their mind got some deep-seated shit from childhood. Fears, right, right. From standing out. Yep. They were told, don't, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I don't want to stand out. Yep. I don't want to look different. Don't, right. Don't, don't see don't me. Do don't notice me. Let me just yeah, hide over here. Don't notice me. Let me blend in with everybody else. I don't want to make a ruckus. Mm-hmm. Right? That's the thing. Right. I don't want to make, I don't want to make a ruckus. I don't want to stand out. That's scary. That creates anxiety. You don't want that. Mm-hmm. Your heart, you, that's scary. But why not? Right. Fuck, look, no, nah, dude, that ain't, that don't look green. That looks red. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Let's if talk about our, it. If we teach our kids not to be scared of that conflict and to approach it, to ask questions and know that they're covered. You are covered. I tell my kids all the time, you are covered. Don't you worry. You ask questions. Don't you worry. Right. Don't be scared. Yeah, yeah. Ask questions. Yeah, that's right. And a lot of times teachers will tell you, a good teacher will tell you, there's no such thing as a stupid question because every question is is the beginning of a conversation or the possibility mm-hmm. of a conversation. And through conversations, we achieve greater knowledge, right? Right. Absolutely. So it, it all starts at home. All this shit starts at home. Mm-hmm. Like we say, yes. it's a ripple effect, right? It's a ripple effect. Boom. A child comes out, boom, ripple. Well, it probably starts fucking in the womb. Well, yeah, from where she's exactly. pregnant. How she's acting with the, pe- the the mother and the father. How they're interacting with her. Is she in love? How she feels about the child. How What's going on in her mind as she's feeding this child and developing, the child is developing the, the brain and all this stuff. Mind you, this is energy that's feeding into the child. Energy. Right. Right. Exactly. Like uh, on a, on a, on a, like scientific level or chemistry level, cortisol, right? The fight or flight hormone. If if a woman's going through a bunch of stress when she's pregnant, then she's probably producing more cortisol. That's going to show up in the milk, right? Or in the in the amniotic yep. fluids, even, right? Right. Right. I mean, yeah. I, I would think. I would think. You know what I mean? I would think. I, I don't know. I'm just I, that. Just question just came into my mind, right? Yeah. But it makes sense. It would make sense. Right. And, uh, and even like if it doesn't, like, if it doesn't, like I was telling, um, like I had a show earlier 
uh, I was on a show a couple of days ago and I was talking to these uh, kids. Well, I was talking to these kids, yeah, because I'm 47. I know they were younger than me. And I was like, they were saying, the one young young lady was on there talking about how she was upset. The guy called her early in the morning and it messed up her whole morning. And I was like, how you blaming it on him? It's you, it's you, you messed up your whole morning. It wasn't, and they got, they, they got a fit. They were offended or on a defensive with me. They were like, oh, he's got, that's, 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 what do you say? Positive toxicity. And I was like, what? I was like, that don't even make sense. What is that? That doesn't even toxicity. exist. So then I asked to come up to the panel. When I came up to the panel, I was like, what is positive toxicity about? And she was like, oh, you just, you know, you, you, you think. And when I, I read, it inclined me to read up on it. And I read up on it. Dave, it's like an oxymoron to me. It doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. How can yeah. I, I looked up the definition of toxicity, and that's poisonous, and positivity. How can positivity be poisonous? That's oil and water. They can't mix. I'm like, how is that? Yeah. So when I was reading about it, apparently it's how people feel. Um, mm-hmm. Basically what they're saying is you're not validating my feelings. Thank it's you. Like, what? Thank you. Yeah. yeah. That's not my uh, job. You're not validating my feelings. Yes. That's what I was like. Wait a minute. That's not. That's not. I'm th- that's exactly what I'm saying to you, young young lady, young man. It's it's you, not me. You're saying right. I'm, I'm not. I'm toxic, positive. It's just a word or a phrase to throw in to get the hell out. It's I. Yep. I don't care. I want to be like I want to be, and I don't want to change, and I want to complain. Let me complain about it. And then my right. thing is, Let where is it getting you? What is it mm-hmm. going to get? You? It's like it's like trauma. It's like another word for trauma bonding. Yeah, right. What's the end? What's your end? You know what? You know what they said. They said that that it was equivalent to gaslighting, and I thought gaslighting was a lie. They said that (laughs) toxic positivity, toxicity is gaslighting. It's like, whoa, what the fuck? But that's what I'm saying. You see all these programs that are out here that people take. They 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 digest. Like these kids are digesting the shit. Toxic yep. positivity, like toxicity, like what? And it's yeah. been proven. It's been it's been medically proven, scientifically proven that positivity is critical. Not only critical, but it, it's uh, it it manifests in yes. physical way. Dude, life force. Like it, it creates life. Things, yo, bro. You know what kills me about what you just said, though, is how she said, you know, this person called me and ruined my day. Well, first of all, you didn't have to pick up the phone. That's exactly second of all, what I told her. Second of all, you could have said, hey, I don't have time to talk. There's a million ways to handle that. But, like, it goes back to, like, you made me angry. Like, no, I didn't. <laughs> you made me late for work. No, I didn't. You picked up right. the phone and chose to chat. <laughs> I was just reaching out to call you because I care and I was thinking about you. Right. right? Or yep. I was going through something and I wanted to lean on you as a friend once again because I care about you and I value your opinion and our friendship and that deep level. So I share things about me with you. Right. That's that's a gift, man. And so to turn somebody's gift into a negative, man, where's that yeah. mirror? Where's that mirror? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let's get through these messages. Woo, my Yeah, I think that's why uh, the that's why everybody loves TikTok is because TikTok is the, like the biggest amalgamation of like being yourself, but also being part of the trend or the group simultaneously. It's like, oh, I will be myself in this video. But, like, I'm going to use the same audio and the same premise. Like, I'm going to do the same challenge or trend or dance move. But it's going to be me that does it. So, I think that's, yeah, TikTok has definitely found that niche of just, like, satiating both sides. Mm, I'm not, I'm not look at it that way. It's good. That's and an point. even better teacher will say there's no such thing as a stupid question, just stupid people. <laughs> yeah isn't it weird how uh, you can develop things in the womb that you wouldn't outside of the womb or whatever or like yeah just your experience in the womb changes you like they say uh, if you listen to uh, classical music in the womb it makes you smarter but the weird thing about classical music is is that it also played at an, a high enough volume makes homeless people not want to sit in front of a Seven Eleven. so it's just weird how <laughs> Things can can change you over time in different ways. You would think that like the loud classical music would make the homeless people smarter. Well, it's called it's that called problem. algorithms, young man. It's called algorithms. Yeah. Pattern decibel. Yeah, the music is a weapon. Yeah, the blame game. The blame game is crazy. The blame game goes anywhere from uh, this guy ruined my day by dot dot dot, or the earth is flat. Oh, there's the flat. Okay, well, how's that affecting your life? Like, what does that mean? That you can't succeed in life because some secret agency that's made no contact with your parents, grandparents, their grandparents, their grandparents, grandparents at all are somehow oppressing you? Or I don't understand. But there are so many parachutes that people have to get out of going for it. And when you look at people like Bezos, you look at people like Elon Musk, they don't have those. They just shut down that feeling and they just go for it. You know, go, and go for it is everything. Balls yep. are everything when it comes to that success. And they all achieved it within a lifetime. You see that? That just comes from sitting down, stopping your brain, and thinking about a single thing, like online shopping, things like that. Right. Push your car. And right. go for it. God bless America. Yeah. God bless America, man. No doubt. I feel like toxic positivity kind of does make sense in a weird, small way. Um, you know, I... I do stand up a little bit and, uh, you know, there's so many times when, uh, you know, I, I fail and stuff and people say like, man, you're amazing. You're the best. Like, don't let it get you down. And they try to stay positive, but it's in a weird way. It's like, uh, that's not going to help me, uh, get better. Like, I'm not saying you got to be a dick and go like, you suck, you fucking idiot. You should quit. But also like, there's a tact, I guess. Like, um, sometimes I don't want to hear the positivity all the time, like, when it comes to, like, hey, guys, you know, if any, if nobody said this in a while, like, you're the best. You're amazing. Don't let anybody tell you any otherwise. And it's like, okay, cool, I'm glad that you said that, but also, would you say that to Hitler? Would you say that to De- Jeffrey Dahmer? Like, just be you? You're the best. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think a true friend just reacts the way that you want them to react. So, like, if I know I fucking shit the bed at a stand-up show and my friend was there and they said, like, hey, man, you know, you can get them next time. Like, I know you're funny, but, like, yeah, not all shows are great. That's a better response than, like, man, you're amazing. I don't know why they didn't laugh. 
it's like it's just a weird difference in like trying to get that person you know like you know help them or support them it just seems like one is uh very fleeting and very surface like doesn't really matter and another is like no you're actually my friend and only my friend would really say this Mm, that's 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 uh okay okay that's interesting i think interesting i think at the core it's the same motivation though right somebody's saying like oh dude you're the best because they they want that for you and they they're wishing you well but they just don't know how to articulate it and maybe in a different way right right And, and that's what i'm saying like uh d like you're saying the way that you want them to respond People can't respond the way you want them to. Only the only right. way that they know how you want them to respond is how you, if you tell them. So you right. have, you have expectations that aren't being met, and now you're it's causing some kind of uh, I would think some kind of yeah frustration, like because you have expectations already. Right. That's One thing I've learned. I mean, that's what it sounds yeah. like to me. Is that when you yeah, one thing I've learned is is uh, you know, is and this is another quote that I got you know from meetings, but expectations are premeditated resentments, mm. Mm. right? You're wanting something from somebody, but you're not telling them what you want. You're just expecting it, mm. right? How can how can I do what you want me to do if you don't tell me what you want me to do? Ooh. And then when you tell somebody to do something, they still ain't responsible for doing it. Right, exactly. <laughs> because that's just a request. And there's two answers that's to any question, yes or no. <laughs> that's right. That's a request. You're sitting in an email for a request. <laughs> right. We're not picking up the request line today. Sorry. <laughs> just kidding. Plus, I think there's a difference between supporting and being an actual fan. Like, I know, like, my mom is a supporter of my comedy. Is she a fan? Probably not. Uh, same thing with most of my friends or most people that I know. Like, they'll definitely be like, man, you're doing comedy? That's awesome. Keep going. But would they ever, like, you know, come to see my show? Probably not. Would they ever uh, share one of my uh, comedy videos on Instagram? No. So there's a difference, like, and I'm not saying that I need them to do that, like, in order to be friends or whatever, but it is, like, interesting that, like, uh, strangers that I don't know about, they'll share my clips, but uh, my best friend that I've known since high school never shared one, doesn't even fucking like them. <laughs> but when I get, but when he gets to, in front of my face, he'll be like, oh, man, you're doing comedy still? Awesome. So what does that Great say? Analogy. Yeah, what does that say to you? Um, 